0: What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. I am going to apologize in advance. This intro is going to be a little long-winded because one, this episode means a lot to me, and two, we have some new news for you guys. So number one, we had on Charlie Villanueva to the podcast today. He deals with alopecia, and I've never announced this before, but I do as well. A lot of people only know me For my past alopecia days, although I'm not past it, I now have regrown my hair. But all throughout high school, I was without hair, without eyebrows, without eyelashes, etc. So it was a really awesome moment to talk to Charlie about how he dealt with that. This is also in collaboration with the hats I'm dropping. I'm dropping 71 hats on my store, snapbacksports.store, and all proceeds will go to the National Alopecia Areata Foundation. So a really awesome cause. They're new air hats, they're 30 bucks. And for those of you guys listening early on Thursday, you will be the first ones to know that they are live. So go to Snap exports.store and type in hats you'll be able to find them then i'm going to send them to the pre-order list so the pod listeners actually are going to get first trial on the hats And they will sell out. You know how the fam goes. The fam goes crazy. Now, we have some housekeeping to do. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Snapback Sports Pod, I want to remind you, if you're on Apple, go to that Purple Podcast app and hit subscribe. Also, leave a review, leave a rating. That helps us, too. And then if you're on Spotify, make sure to hit follow. The Snapback Sports Pod is Abe and I. We're fun. We're young. We're like your sports group chat. We talk about sports the same way you do with your friends. And then I begged Abe to let me do this, fam, and he finally did. We want to be transparent with you guys. We want to tell you what's going on. We want to grow with you guys. And like I said, we are that sports group chat. So with that being said, we're going to have this new little thing in every intro where we recount last week's download numbers. What's that mean? It means I'm going to tell you how many people are in the Snapback fam pod, okay? So last week to this week, we're going to do it every Thursday episode, We had 3,028 downloads. The reason I'm telling you guys this number is because I want to grow with you guys. So tell your friends, tell your family, and make sure they hit subscribe. Our next goal is 5K. We're going to have a little tracker on all our social assets, as well as tracking on here. I'm going to say it again, and then I'm going to leave you guys alone. This is your sports group chat. We are all in this together, and that's how I want this pod to sound. So, without further ado, today's episode, we talk about Madden, we talk about Ben Simmons and the bubble, we talk Yasiel Puig briefly, and then we talk to Charlie Villanueva. As I mentioned, really, 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 really fun conversation with him he told us about the time his toilet was stolen the time he tweeted at halftime he was ahead of his time and he was the man and then we finished with some what the puck yes eagleson is back and ranked we ranked the best fries so snapback fan new app Let's the Baltimore
1: ravens select lamar jackson i'm a rave his own all year every year jackson jackson himself oh he broke his ankle For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. he out! Oh! Five! Oh! And the Lakers
0: lead! Out. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Setterman from Snapback Sports. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe. What is on your mind today?
2: Jackson, you're yelling in my ear over there. Jesus. I got good energy. Yeah, I can tell, man. You're a popping eardrum. What's on my mind? Hmm. Well, we're going to talk about a lot that's on my mind, but what's on your head? My
0: head? We have this new Snapback Sports hat. By the time the peeps are listening, it will be out. It's probably going to sell out, but we're donating all the money to charity. so There'll be a all all the profits how do we know yeah. that hat is
2: not secretly a cake
0: <laughs> that is such a good question i wish i had a knife the cake stuff's got to stop it's
2: got to stop but someone oh, someone, said that, someone said that in my funniest video someone said that in the group the other day and uh and my one friend said uh sounds like something a cake would say so <laughs> that's shout out Bands.
0: that's quality Bands. all right our lead topic for today madden 21 ratings are out and about. And everyone's so are, pissed about it. Everyone's pissed for the most part. Rightfully so. I think that's what Madden probably does because they update the ratings throughout. So they're probably, they'll do a lot of really good ratings and then they'll throw in a little dig here, a little dig there. So we're going to start at the top with the quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes is a 99, Russ 97, Lambjack Jack 94. I'm not going to read out the top 10 because we're going to touch on a few of them and we'll reference them. My initial reaction Obviously, Mahomes should be 99. I'm fine with Russell Wilson in 97. Let me
2: stop you there. Why is it an ego thing that they don't give anyone 100?
0: It's just the max they do is a 99. That's I guess.
2: absolutely ridiculous.
0: I, I guess I hear what you're saying. But the baby goat at 94, I'm not even asking for him to be a 99, but he's the cover athlete and defending MVP. He couldn't have gotten at least a 97 to be up at Russ, even right below Russ, just for the people out there. Seemed like a, l- a little weird move, honestly. Like, why put him on the cover and then say he's a 94?
2: I, I mean, I think you got to earn it. You know what I mean? Like, Russ has been doing it for a while. I mean, listen.
0: How else do you earn it, though, besides listen. leading the league in rushing? Let me let me Vick fill you record, in on a little something. Let me, let, let me fill touchdowns. you in on a little something. Being the MVP, like, I don't need this isn't a playoff stat. So any dig at the playoffs, you look at the regular season, he's nineteen and three. So I find it hard to believe he hasn't earned it.
2: Yeah, let me fill you in on a little something. Russell Wilson is better than Lamar Jackson.
0: I don't know if that's true.
2: No, I I'd I see that's you, like you I, said, don't, I, I do know. I know.
0: Well, I don't think you can say that for certain because like I said, Lamar Jackson nineteen and three uh russ and i even said 95 96 put him right behind 94 just seemed like three overall gap between him and russ disrespect rest of the list though the one weirdest part people were complaining that rogers is an 89 i've been preaching about his decline so that was nice to see but matt ryan over deshaun watson
2: let me let me tell you something deshaun watson what's he rated 86 he is so properly rated it's not even funny <laughs> i think he is accurate. so I think that's properly subtle. rated matt ryan maybe not properly rated deshaun but, watson is right where he should be at an 86
0: deshaun watson when he's playing well is an 88 89 and like at the end of last season after his playoff game his first one the comeback where he was great that's like an 89 watson to me but over the course of 16 games, I agree with you. I think Deshaun Watson really could be an 86 overall. And then the last two on the list: Dak 84 and Wentz 84. Which I find it interesting they put Dak at nine and Wentz at 10 when they're the same people overall.
2: People will people will debate. I, this is like the longest debate in sports right now is Dak Prescott versus Carson Wentz, and Madden only furthered that by giving them the exact same rating. Which, listen, I'm not mad about it. I don't really, I don't play Madden, so I don't really care that Carson's ranked the same as Dak I understand why you rate them the same right now given what they've done who do I think is better obviously Carson Wentz but I mean that's not something I'm getting mad at I actually did get mad over a couple things Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady right now as a quarterback that's an interesting
0: one I don't hate that I don't think Tom Brady
2: should be a 90 anymore I think it's just like they're giving them the benefit
0: of the doubt Yeah, a lot of it has to do with, like, it's a concentration of all the different ratings. And Brady's short and mid-range accuracy is just so high. It probably leaves him at a point where he can't not be. His play-action attributes are so high, so... I get it, but I wouldn't mind if Brady and Rodgers were both like 89s. Brady, 18 straight years of 90-plus in Madden. His first rating, 57, second year, 51, and then he just reeled off a bunch
2: of 90s. You know what my problem with Madden ratings is, and you can see it a lot with the running backs, so we'll go to that, is they hold a lot of value on your situation. Like If you're on a shitty team, even though you're an elite running back, like because your team paid you. That's why your team is shitty. Because right. you're a running back. But they're giving Not they're- in
0: Saquon's case though, which is actually funny. They're just horrible management. No, their team's pretty pretty bad. No, but I'm saying they haven't even paid Saquon. Like, think about how bad the Giants are going to be when they oh, have yeah, to pay just their a, running yeah, back.
2: Yeah, their organization is just shitty. But like yeah. I look at like what stuck out to me is Le'Veon Bell. He's not even ranked top ten. Are we going to sit here and forget who Le'Veon Bell was?
0: Yes. Honestly, we are because it's been two years since he was a top 10 running back because he sat out for the year and then he wasn't good last year. And I agree. It's in part because of his hampering by Adam Gase. But who are you putting him over? Top 10, McCaffrey, Henry 93, Chubb, Zeke, Saquon 91 at number five, Dalvinio 91, cool. Jones 90, Dalvin Cook. Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Kamara. My biggest wherewithal in this list, Kamara at 88. Yeah, I just I've got a problem understand. with that.
2: I, I he's, think he's a top five back. Nick Chubb had a great year. I think but, he's a top four back, Alvin Kamara. Sure. I think it's well, McCaffrey, Zeke, Saquon. You can pick your order, whatever you want. McCaffrey, Zeke, Saquon. Put him over Derrick Henry. I just yeah. find it hard. After last season. Because of what Kamara can do out of the backfield. What does he had, he's but had Henry also
0: did something that no one else can ever do in this league, which is just be. What, Rob know, the bank? Oh, Yeah, mind. exactly. Uh, Aaron Jones, fair. Our boy Mixon. Well, not our Oh, my boy, God.
2: That's one I had a problem with. And this I is totally personal. High. This is totally This'll, personal. Because I had Joe Mixon on my fantasy team last year, and he was absolute dog shit. Well, I think, he doesn't
0: score. That's the problem. But I he actually is pretty I good. I think
2: they're putting a lot of value in, like, they think the Bengals will be a lot better. They think their offense with Burrow, A.J. Green, Tate, Mixon. I think that's it. Um, like, Where do we stand on the
0: Josh Jacobs hype train? Because Josh Jacobs, every report comes out that he's a stud. He and is. he should have won Rookie of the Year if he, he stays healthy. Remember
2: I predicted that? But over Kamara? Is he? No, he's, he's yeah. tied. He's yeah. tied. They're well, yeah, AD but eight.
0: they put him nine on the list. They put him nine on the yeah, list. Yeah,
2: I don't get the Alvin Kamara disrespect. Whatsoever. Not, the, I guess the
0: one disrespect is like, why has he not gotten the touches 20 carries a game? They just don't use him like that, which I'm fine with. Keep him fresh. Keep him fresh. Let Taysom Hill run between the tackles. I don't give a damn. Also,
2: I'm not really seeing um our boy Austin on here.
0: Yeah, yeah. holy shit. I didn't even think about that. I'm not, I'm not seeing him. I'm not he seeing our like, boy Benny on here. I don't see Snell on there either. I'd like to so, have a word. yeah Absolute disrespect. Uh, all right, on to the 99 club. Aaron Donald, Christian McCaffrey, and Mahomes have all been nine, named 99 overall so far. So who else do you think, and let me preface this with some someone from the Snapback fam, shout out them, I don't know who it was, sent me a picture of Michael Thomas' Instagram story wearing the 99 chain. It hasn't been announced yet, so some inside scoop and some investigative work. You got to appreciate that from the fam. So I guess MT's going to get it.
2: That's going to cause a lot. D-Hop's going to say something about that.
0: Agree. But I think Thomas deserves it after last season, without a doubt. I I go, like,
2: me picking... What's up with the
0: disrespect of Michael Thomas? I don't think there's anything. Oh, my God. Dude, you got to check this out. All they do is make fun of him because apparently all he does is run slants and he's, like, not that impactful. The dude set the record. Yeah, for dude's reception. fire. Like, but man, I, like,
2: I change, I change my opinion on the number one receiver in the NFL. Like I change my shirt every day. Yeah. Like I, I wake up and it's Julio. I wake up and it's D Hop. Sometimes I wake up and it's Odell. I just think, oh, dude, <laughs> Odell is crazy good. He's so um, good. Yeah, I don't think there's one. Like I would have a problem if there is a 99 receiver and there's only one because I think there's so many opinions. Like I saw a clip the other week. It was uh, Larry Fitz to talking to kyler before a game and they're playing the yeah. falcons like yo, that dude 11 is different larry larry Fitz,
0: a, right. a hall
2: of fame the wide most receiver, different dude ever a hall of fame <laughs> wide receiver literally gorilla glue for hands says that's the best receiver i've ever seen like whether you think julio jones is the best receiver or not his opinion holds weight like a lot of it. so i mean i would have a i would have an issue if michael thomas is a 99 not because i don't you think would? He, i would not because oh, you want
0: all three is ninety nines or all three is not.
2: Yeah, I don't think there should be one receiver that's a ninety nine over the rest because I I, I this think this is there's where there's I'll so disagree with you.
0: This is where I'll disagree with you. I agree with you that all three same level, very hard to make a distinction. But the ratings based off last season, Thomas set the record. I think that's enough to put him at the ninety nine. Even if you're going to put Julio and DeHop ninety. That being said, Madden will give them
2: one of a ninety
0: nine. I think it's going to be Tom. Just
2: because, just so people can start talking and get mad about it. That's why Without they put these doubt, out so early, so people got to
0: get... have respect for When does that.
2: the game even come out? August, usually?
0: Yeah, August. Should I get into this oh, one? Well, the, the MVP edition, which has Lamar Jackson on the cover. Is gotcha, like gotcha. It's, it's last year's early. MVP, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right, on to the rookie ratings. Joe Burrow, 76. Tua, 73. Jordan Love, 71. Justin Herbert, 70. Jalen Hurts with a 68. And 86 speed, right, kept being tossed around as, like, the thing attached to him. All right, I'm now, for the first time, looking at the other quarterback's speed. Burrow, 83, Tua, 81, Jordan Love, 81, Herbert, 82. So when they made a whole big deal about Hurts having high speed, they didn't really mention that Burrow's three points behind him.
2: I'm trying to figure out how to work this damn EA website to filter out for rookies right now. I'm really having trouble. And now I'm looking at the punter ratings. Um ooh, rookie ratings. There we go. Nope, not working. Um so read them out.
0: <laughs> Joe Burrow, Tua, love, Herbert, Hurts in order. So the big one is So probably, Jalen Hurts is the
2: top five rookie quarterback. Got it.
0: That's correct. Got it. And the one probably ding is on love being over Herbert. Herbert was drafted fifth and love later. That's probably in large part to his um to his strong arm strength
2: ah i got it so i'm looking at the entire rookie rating so i'm seeing a henry rugs 98 speed what's tyreek speed
0: dude is fast what is
2: tyreek speed in this game probably a 99 dude it is probably so fun making these ratings because you're just like making them cynically you know
0: chad ochocinco makes some of them He's like an official ratings adjuster. He's not like the guy, but he helps out. He's them. like the face of them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Any thoughts on the QB ratings? I think it's not too crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, it goes sure. in order of
2: where you were drafted. It makes sense. I no, like...
0: but that's my point: is Herbert's below Jordan
2: Love. Hmm. You know who's going to be happy with that? Is uh, Todd McShay. He he was Why? not not McShay. Uh, who's his counter? No, yeah, Todd McShay. He was him and Kuiper had a back and forth about. Um, Herbert versus Jordan love, but obviously Justin Herbert went first. I think Jordan love, he kind of gets those points just because he's going to be learning behind Rodgers, So people kind of yeah. just give him, Oh, he's probably way ahead of the curve. Right? And he has the arm strength. And, the he, arm has, strength is and he has the arm strength, but, right, but apparently Josh the... Allen has a 105 arm strength in this game.
0: <laughs> rest of the rookie ratings. Uh, like Abe said, Rugs 76. He was the top rated wide receiver. CD 75, Judy 75, JJ, For the Vikings, 74. Rager, Eagles, 73. Ayuk, 72. Chenault, 72. Duvernay, 71. And that is your wide receivers. Any thoughts on that?
2: Jalen Rager, man. Go out there and prove it. Go out there and prove it. I'm kind of shocked to see Henry Ruggs. Like I said, it's where you were drafted, essentially. Even though a lot of people didn't agree with Henry Ruggs going over a CD or or a Jerry Judy. Since he did, he got that extra point. Whereas... Judy and CD was kind of a toss-up conversation when they were coming out, and that's why they're ranked the same. I get it. Um, There's no defensive players or offensive linemen that are in the 80s from a rookie? I'm not
0: sure. They've only released quarterback, running back, wide receiver, Uh, running back ratings, number one running back for your Baltimore Ravens. J.K. Dobbins gets the highest overall out of all the rookie running backs, so that kind of Reverts on your highest drafted theory, because Clyde obviously went before him. Swift was in the middle of that pack. And then Jonathan Taylor, pretty low at 73, who I think could end up as the starter in Indy by the end of the season.
2: Uh, I feel like Marlon Mack got a little free agency approaching. They're going to just try and run the wheels off of him. Phillip Rivers, a little old, he's dependent. Remember remember the disrespect about Marlon Mack last year you gave? You're like, what do you know about Marlon Mack? And I was like, he's a stud.
0: He's trash. He stood up the pod. We don't really mess with him. Uh, all There's right. No One on to the NBA bubble. Shake, 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 the other uh, side. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start with Matisse and ease into the Ben Simmons talk personally, but fine. you tell me which way you want to go with this. Fine, fine, fine. All right. So, Matisse obviously has released two vlogs. Casey said he didn't really like the second vlog. The second one was a little
2: boring to me, honestly. Really? Yeah. I thought
0: it was good. I, I don't it was know.
2: Good. Mm. I think the first one was a lot better. But, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, Matisse's popularity is going to go through the roof because of this. Not only because it's like the only vlogger out there right now, but because he has a legitimate skill. What he's doing. Yeah. He's actually good at it. And his personality's great. He's funny. He's the rookie. He's got a cool story and cool. Let's talk story. about your one minute breakdown real quick. You said yeah. that going forward, as far as defensive players in the league go, you yeah. probably would only pick Giannis and AD. That's correct. There's a guy by the name of Ben Simmons on the Sixers roster who is going to be first team All NBA defense this year. Yeah. Um, he's just a year or two older than Matisse. Right. Um. He defends more positions than Matisse. Listen, now you're making me fight against my own guys, but the fact that you would mm. take Matisse over Ben Simmons as a defender is appalling to me. Well,
0: the only reason and why... And other players
2: in the NBA. I mean, don't get me like wrong. Who, I love you on the Matisse bandwagon. It makes my job Like a who? Lot who?
0: Name the other players, then we'll talk Ben, and that'll be a good transition. Uh,
2: Kawhi. Oh, okay.
0: but, but I said for youth. So, like, Kawhi's out. I'm talking young guys, so let's just talk ben about Simmons, Ben then. Ben Simmons. All right. Ben can guard more positions, but his and primary, the primary position he guards is what? It's never really the wing. It's,
2: not, it's never really a primary position he guards, depending on but what lineup. How he's often out of is one.
0: he? How often is he? Will you see him on a Paul George, on a Kawhi, on a on the on the best wings in the game? He won't guard Kevin Durant. They'll put Matisse on him before. No. Reasoning is I would rather have Matisse's length. To guard wings like he does over Ben's ability to guard all five. That's the only reason. I just think you're Both really, great I, think I just
2: think you're really hype on the Matisse train right now. But I think no, I, I knew about Matisse before you even saying, knew who Matisse
0: Thibault was. That's not true. Um, yes, it was. Well, I he led the Pac-12 in steals. I covered that for my job. I didn't watch it. I so. told you who Matisse Thibault was on draft night. No, when you did not. No, you did yes, not. I did. Yes, off, off, I did. First off, he, when was, you in guys, the, he was
2: in the talks for the Sixers going to draft him way right. before draft and, night. And when you guys
0: decided, you traded the Carson pick, and I was laughing at you guys because we thought Carson Edwards was going to be the player you guys needed, which probably still is for spacing. And, and you took Matisse, and I literally said, damn, that's actually a fire pick. He's a stud. Regardless, a I like star. Matisse what are the ideas for his vlog that we wanted? Cause I tweeted out, I think it would be so sick if he planned something with Joel behind the scenes, a funny troll or tweet. And then we then saw a up all over social media. And he kind of put that in his vlog as they were planning it. So I would what be surprised
2: if Joel Embiid makes one like fun appearance in this vlog. Like yeah. you might get Matisse Why? showing him. It's just like, not like Joel loves to have fun and troll and everything, but like, he stays out of the limelight when it's not on the court and everything. I just don't see him being a big part of this vlog where, like, he'll just be like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> and, like, you have to listen to him because he's Joel. Right. Right. But fun ideas for Matisse. Um, I would love to see Brett Brown get pantsed at some point in <laughs> practice, just like everyone bully him, like the little kid on the team. Uh, I know that shouldn't be the case because your coach is supposed to be a leader of men. But given the job that Brett Brown has done – over his years here and his role within the team, even though he made a good one the other day, um, I just let's think... just
0: establish that Tobias Harris is the funniest player on the team. He's an actual child. Like even when he was calling Matisse over the Black Lives Matter thing, Matisse was pretty much like, "What is this dude even saying?" There, like, Tobias he, is he a like,
2: ride. To- Tobias has taken Matisse under his wing. They're like best Fully. friends. Like he hides. Fully. Like there was a video a while back that went viral of Tobias like hiding Matisse's phone um yeah. it's cute it's adorable yeah. other no, ideas it, for matisse is uh, it really
0: makes you think how does this team get along so well off the court yet just look absolutely they, abysmal together all they on the don't court. really get it, it really makes you think they, it really does they, <laughs> all right let's talk about ben let's talk about ben. <laughs> what tell tell the fam what happened because abe claims this is the second biggest story of the week so take it away
2: second yeah first
0: <laughs> take it what's away. the other biggest story I guess the Madden ratings.
2: Oh, piss, fuck, oh, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, what story is there? It came out that Brett Brown has exclusively been using Ben Simmons at the power forward position. What does that mean? There's nothing. There's no such thing as positions in basketball anymore. And that Shake Milton. For those of you who don't know, you can run back the tape. I think he hung 39 in Paul George and Kawhi's mitt on national TV. Um, didn't get the win, but that's because (laughs) Ben and Joel and everyone was out, but shake Milton will be handling the primary point guard position. Now, what does that mean? Ben Simmons will still be handling the basketball. He'll be playing down low a lot on defense. So he gets the ball. Our offense is predicated on the fast break. He gets the ball. He'll be able to go and kick out to the shooters on the wings. What does this mean when we get in the half court last year? Where were the Sixers most effective? When Ben Simmons was used as the screener in the pick and roll when Jimmy Butler was handling the ball, now we can go back to that with Shake Milton. Is Shake Milton Jimmy Butler? No, he's not as good of a scorer, but he's a way better shooter. There's a difference, you know.
0: <laughs> you really wanted me to answer that? Yes, I I understand.
2: So I understand. I, you know, it just gives... wouldn't it
0: be convenient if your max player could run a pick and roll. Like if Tobias could dribble, you guys would be nasty. I don't.
2: That's just not true. He can dribble. Um, (laughs) You're just wrong on that. But it just gives the Sixers a lot of flexibility. What does it do with Shake Milton at the point? It makes the Sixers look a lot like what they should have been with Markel Fultz, which is a lot of Ben Simmons and a, a, a ball handler in a pick and roll. It allows for spacing with Joel. You have a little low post, high post Ben Simmons. Now the difference maker Will Ben Simmons shoot at least an elbow jump shot? Something. Something so the defense can ba- doesn't have to back off, so they have to guard him. Whether he shoots it or not, they're probably still going to back off. But from all these YouTube propaganda videos I've been watching, he can hit the shot. Now, there's going to be no fans. Oh,
0: my God. There's...
2: No, you didn't just say that. Dude, I got to send you this video I just watched before we record. You would think he's James Harden. So
0: Mitchell um, Robinson, I expect also to be Kevin Durant next season based off his workout videos. Is that fair?
2: That's how sports off-season workouts go, yeah. Okay.
0: I did post on Snapback Story today. I said, if Ben could shoot thir- – if he hypothetically walked into the bubble and is a 30% three-point shooter, where does he rank it? point guards in the NBA? Forget point guards.
2: Ben Simmons is a is a – you're
0: about to get aggressive there. A little bit. <laughs> I could see it. Ben in your eyes. Simmons
2: is a average jump shooter away from being an MVP in this league.
3: Ooh, okay. Think about, Think about it. Think like about it. How good
2: it. of is a shooter is Giannis?
0: Not good, but he's significantly better than Ben Correct. in every facet of the game, yeah.
2: Every facet of the game, ben yes. Simmons, everything. Ben Simmons, in my opinion, you can you can argue based off the assist numbers. I think is the uh-huh. best playmaker in the NBA. Yikes! There's okay. Russell Westbrook and LeBron who have a hair more assist than Ben since he's been in the league. But the things that there is nothing. He's amazing. I know. I know. Is I know. Nothing <laughs> he can't do. Anyways, the shoot the for
0: basketball. the for the fam, he's not going to be shooting threes. That was my point. I will We've seen the more, workout videos enough.
2: No. I'm willing to bet you that he attempts a three in Orlando.
0: Oh, one, three, sure. But that's not what the Sixers need, dude. They need I him to right. take two a game.
2: I don't even think they need him to shoot threes.
0: Yeah, they do. They, Elbow they need to take Elbow Sure, but shots. they need him to take two there was shots outside of the paint where he's shooting a game, and he won't do that. It's a fact.
2: Let me read Here's you this one. quote.
0: But I'll give you the one intriguing thing that I do think is interesting to your point. Ben in the pick and roll – as the screener, really effective, especially because you can't go under it. Cause shake will hit the three. Whereas when Ben's running as the point, you can go under everything, which kind of defeats the purpose. So definitely some more hope for Sixers fans. Let me read all you, in let all, you. Let me read it doesn't it matter. Cool. they not cool, a good there's, team.
2: There's four words that stuck out to me. Okay. I feel like I have a very, this is Ben Simmons. I feel like I have a very high IQ on the court and see things a lot differently and can try and try and, and can pass the ball very well. So that's a threat, Simmons said recently. But I love playing in that pick-and-roll situation or pick-and-pop, whatever it is. <laughs> Bro, or you haven't pick and popped pop. once in your career.
0: <laughs> Maybe he meant when there is a popper. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Dave and I got into huge debate. And,
2: and the the national media is just as hype as it, you should see Sixers Twitter. It's as if they're on Molly. We've yeah. been candy-flipping these past 48 hours <laughs> at the thought of Al Horford finally coming off the bench, which I think opens up a lot for this team. because right. Yeah, no,
0: Joel can't make it through a regular regular season, nor playoffs. Oh, you but didn't hear? He's in the
2: best shape of his life.
0: Yeah, let's get him up to 38 minutes per game. I'm sure that's going to go amazing.
2: I, I, dude, I don't think that's a difference maker.
0: He was playing I, 35 real minutes quick, then we're Real quick, then we're moving on, and this is in Sixers. Someone said to me, I think the young players will be at an advantage for the restart. Less time takes to get their bodies going, etc. I actually think the veteran, this was in conversation about the Jazz Pelicans opening night. Like people are saying the Pelicans have younger bodies, they'll be more ready. Where do you think? Does it have to do with experience and knowing how to foot that switch or does it have to do with just youth? Neither. It has to
2: do with your mindset.
0: Yeah.
2: Whoever wants to be ready will be ready. Whoever's been putting in the work these past 4 months will be ready. Whoever's been sitting on their ass, not touching a basketball, Chris Middleton, will not be ready. <laughs> Plain and simple, it comes down to a mindset. The TBT mistake. game winner last night, electric. Me and my brother were watching it, and it, we were like, we were trying to figure could, out the rules. Seven. Could you imagine?
0: Could you imagine an NBA final sounding like that? I couldn't. Dude, I really couldn't. It was so weird without fans. It, it really was because the significance of the game for a million bucks, and then multiply that by a thousand, probably, and you it's have like six
2: hundred k after tax, right?
0: <laughs> all right last thing and then we are going to get to the charlie villanueva interview fun little interview
2: NBA yasiel yasiel puig from... so abe's still to this no, day I, I know for a fact it's puig um, okay i was just you. flat out wrong i'll be honest okay. it wasn't now, it, it wasn't and no
0: response to my Jan mahiwi story the other <laughs> yeah, day either no response
2: to that um, okay. he's so irrelevant i didn't even want to give him the time of
0: the i'm kind of crushing the names which i'm excited about because abe thinks he owns well, what rank. did you but just Pui... say
2: before dalvinio cook
0: dalvinio that's our nickname for him Casey says that. Pui goes to the atlanta braves i i really don't care do you care
2: i mean it just he's a he, all right so yes Yasuo... like
0: 232 with seven home runs last year like
2: Right, but he he was hurt. He was hurt a lot of the year, but and he right. was going from team to team. But like, especially in this year's MLB with the universal DH, I mean, the Phillies. I mean, from a Philly standpoint, I don't know why we didn't try and bring him in, just because we needed a right hand DH. And now you have an outfield in Atlanta of Ozunia, I mean, Ozuna, Robert Raccoon, or Ronald Cunha, and Yasiel Puig, like. I whether think not, Mark is hurt. That's why they did it. Whether or not I was,
0: bu- I was just bummed the Orioles didn't get him. What the hell am I gonna watch Orioles baseball for? Do you At think you'll watch some one fun. game? Yeah, of course. I watch a few games, like even when we're really bad. Well, but the Yanks, dude, they're so bad. Like I can name two guys on the team. Like not because I'm not a fan, because that is how bad the roster is. Well, you're also just not a fan. No, I, I am. I am. You also have to remember, like, for the first 18 years of my life, we didn't have a winning season. It's kind of tough. And then to they get went to the World them. Series. No, we didn't make the Or World the, Series. The, the ALCS. We went to the ALCS. We lost swept the Royals. Because people here, got right? hurt. Yep. 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 All right, fam. We will be back after our conversation with Charlie. Enjoy. <laughs> Snapback fam, we have an amazing guest today, one that hits. Very close to home because I have alopecia. He has alopecia, and this is a really special episode. So, welcome, Charlie Villanueva. Oh, uh, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So, let's just sure. let's just start off with kind of what I've always wondered because I played high school. High school is when I started losing my hair, and I was a basketball player and a soccer player, and I wasn't quite in the spotlight like you were. Um, but I know my yeah. senior day when they were celebrating me, I actually felt um, a little embarrassed because everyone was focusing on me and their signs and I didn't like the way I looked. And it took a while for me to really come into my own. So I was always curious, like being on the grand stage, what is that like for someone who just doesn't have hair their entire life?
1: Well, it, it, it was uh, a long time battle for me because I was diagnosed at an early age. I was diagnosed when I was 10 years old. And, uh, you know, no one in my family had it. Um, This is something that just came out of nowhere. And uh, it's just, you know, and and obviously I was not pleased with the way I was looked, that I looked, I was, my self-esteem was low, my confidence wasn't there. Um, And, you know, I was only 10 years old when I was diagnosed. And it took me a couple of years. It took me about, you know, six or seven years to finally come to grips with it. But uh, what helped me out a lot was basketball. And I kind of used basketball as a tool to kind of overcome it. And it's where I felt normal, right? And then it was more like people saying, like, wow, like, that kid doesn't have no eyebrows or nothing like that. They were more like, wow, that ball had kid kick play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's where I felt normal in between those lines. And that's where I kind of, you know, took out all my energy, put all my energy into basketball. So he kind of helped me become who I am as a player, you know, on and off the court.
0: Yeah, I totally feel that. I think it's like a great escape as much as, you know, you might be in the spotlight and you can just put your head down. I'm curious, though, like, because the awareness of the disease isn't really where we want it to be, and this is part of that journey to kind of helping other kids out and finding out about it, What would you do when maybe, one, there's a kid trash-talking you, or two, he didn't know, and he's just really asking, like, yo, man, you know, where are your eyebrows or where's your hair?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I get that a lot. I mean, I still get that to this day. You know, there's just people are just not educated enough um, on the the condition, you know. Um, But, uh, I mean, and I think that's kind of like my – my purpose right my purpose is to try to spread the word out there as much as I can I feel like I, I was a chosen one I mean it, it's 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 very few of us that that have it if you look at it in the big scheme of things right so I, I feel like everything happens for a reason right so um helping out as many people as I can and uh with those conditions, you know, it's 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 my purpose. And uh, you know, for those that that I do tr- trash talk, I mean it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. You know what I mean? Um there's people are gonna I've been, you know, to my last day playing in the league in twenty sixteen, you know, people were still trash talking. But it's just I used it more as motivation and, uh uh and, and I let it out out my frustration on on the basketball court.
2: So I, I assume fans were were pretty brutal throughout your college and nba career because yeah. they they don't really have awareness because they're to you you're just the opponent Nor a filter player. even if they know <laughs> yeah, especially a, in college Charlie, was no Abe is a, pretty, well, yeah, Sixers drunk a
0: philly fan so he okay, does, let's ooh. not bring philly yeah. into this okay
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was rough and in, in, in college it was rough but you know, to, to be honest, like I just use that as fuel, man. Like I, I didn't let like once I finally came to grips with it, like there was nothing you can tell me, and you know, and there's nothing you can do to, to for it to bother me. You know, and uh, I just kept used it as fuel and used it as motivation and kept.
2: Bowling. I'm sure it's helpful when when you have fans chirping, and you can just flash your national championship ring to. Oh yeah, right? no doubt, no So blessing, that, that that helped.
1: No,
0: There you go. (laughs) Just being in the league. Uh, One of the things you always talk about. So a lot of people don't know about the disease. It's a, it's a hair disease. It's an autoimmune disease, but it's not for the most part life threatening or anything to do with their health, which is, which is really encouraging, obviously, but on the flip side, and I know this is part of your message and I definitely felt this too was, I mean, I lost my identity in high school. You lose self-esteem and mental health isn't talked about really in our generation like physical health is. And yeah. so I think it's important to kind of, you know, help that younger
1: generation understand where you're coming from. I think it's just as as important. And even though it's not life threatening, but I always say it is life threatening because just like, just like you alluded to, like, you know, you're not being com- comfortable in your own skin. You're not, being pleased with what you see when you look in the mirror, you know your self-esteem being low. That's just as destructive as you know something is actually bothering or actually damaging your body. You know, then just like you said, mental health, man. You know that that can do a lot to, you, to 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 your mental if you're not strong enough to actually overcome this disease. You know, this disease can take you down. I mean, I, I've I've been depressed before. you not know, going to a shelter. Going to a shell. Uh, and kind of stay away from everybody, you know, and things like that. You know, people can get depressed, and and dark things can happen that can come from that. Um, but it, it's it's like I said, man, it's it's my job. I feel like to to get the message across, and that's one of the reasons why. You know, once you hit me up on this, you know, I jumped on it quick. Yeah, I
2: think I think it's awesome because you see guys in the league today like Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, who are using their platform to bring to bring awareness to the real issues that they're having. Like, yeah, people view them as superheroes because of what they can do on the court, but at the end of the day, they're real people. And you're doing the same thing with your alopecia foundation. So why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about what you're doing with the foundation? Well, uh, I'm the national
1: spokesman for the National Alopecia Rieta Foundation. Uh, I've been part of that foundation ever since I got into the league. Um, you know, when I was in the league, I will always, you know, invite families that are dealing with alopecia, come and meet me, meet, meet and greet, you know, or take pictures, uh, have any, you know, have any questions that, that they that they might have. Um, I try to, you know, help them out during the process because I know I, <laughs> I've been in their shoes. I know exactly what they're going through. So um, I, I've, I've done so much with them man, and, and that to me is it, trying to, to Help the kids, man, because nowadays it's a little bit different I, I didn't grow up in the era where social media was was big. Um, you know nowadays, you know anybody can get behind a keyboard or a phone and just you know write whatever. Um, so I just try to help as much kids as much kids as possible, man um, and that's kind of been my my motive my, my, my purpose that's awesome.
0: I appreciate it. Um, uh, we appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm sure we'll help someone out today. And that's kind of the mission and the goal. And at worst, we'll educate and inform a bunch of people. That's kind of the goal of today. Um, let's move on to your basketball career. So you mentioned social media, and we got to bring up the tweet because I didn't even know this until we were doing our research. Oh, this is the greatest. I think this is my favorite tweet ever. So those who don't know, Charlie he pulled up his phone. Like, if someone did this today, it would break the internet. And you did it in 09. In 09, Charlie tweeted at halftime.
1: I was ahead of the game. I was ahead, ahead of, of the game. Team.
0: So you tweeted something. I should have jumped
1: on Twitter. Twitter owes me some money. Yeah, <laughs> honestly.
0: I mean, so you tweeted something along the lines of, we're playing in a tough game. I need to really buckle down. So I went the extra leg and looked up your second half stats. So it was tied at half. And this was the Boston Celtics really good team. That super team.
1: Yeah, this is – yeah, they had the – And
0: second half, you went 15 points, three boards, and led the team to a nine-point victory.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man, I just – it was funny because when Twitter – this is when Twitter came out, man. I kind of heard about it because I think Shaq was on it at that Mm -hmm. time. Um, And – and I just was curious. I was always curious about it, so I jumped on it. And I didn't think, like, it was a big deal. Like, let me just send a tweet out. And I didn't think, like, it was going to get the amount of uh, coverage it, it got. Um, so I just wanted to talk to my peoples, to the peoples, to the fans, um, to my followers at that time. Um, you know, I grabbed my phone real quick, and you know, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and then the next day, I was like, <laughs> Wow, this thing went viral. Um, <laughs> the power went viral, out. and then you got rules now about it. Yeah. You can't do it. in Hey, half didn't the sixer
0: get in trouble for something like that?
1: Didn't MB, somebody
0: get in trouble for
2: something? Yeah,
0: no, yeah, no, he yeah, yeah. was
2: checking his phone during a playoff right. game, but it was for like family reasons, right? But right. The, the tweet itself is unbelievable. You said in the locker room, snuck to post yep. to, to Twitter, <laughs> we're playing the Celtics, tie ball game at the half. Coach wants more toughness, I gotta step up. And in, in defense of yourself, you did. You did a great <laughs> I mean, exactly what I, I said. If you didn't play well, then you look bad it, for the tweet.
1: I, I mean, you're right. You're right. And everything that I said happened. So, I mean, they shouldn't have given me so much backlash about it. But uh I think it was kind of neat. It was kind of cool. Kind of put that whole Twitter on the map because a lot of people really didn't know what Twitter was. Um But, yeah, it was – it was something I did. I guess I was ahead of the
2: curve. Exactly. Um, another yeah. funny story I wanted to bring up and I actually want to help you because I think, oh, I think yeah. our listeners are able to help you as well. We're going to find your toilet for you.
1: Oh yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> We're going to find <laughs> I your, I your toilet for was you. Coming. What's crazy though, man, it was, it's actually one of my, it wasn't my own personal home. Uh, it was one of my investment properties mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, I'm in real estate now mm-hmm. and, uh, I just put it on the market. I was super hyped, super excited about it, and you know I always go on the property and just check to make sure everything's cool. And then one day I go in, and it's like the door, the front door is like a little cracked open. I'm like, "Mm." I'm looking at the door. I see that the door was like kicked in. I was like, okay, now this is serious. Now, now my antennas is up. So I go in, um, turn on all the lights. I see a couple, you know, I had I had a stage, so a few of the furniture was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, I look, I'm like, damn, the appliances are gone. All the appliances were gone. So um, weird. Vent hood. Like, what are you going to do with a vent hood? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, that was crazy to me. So I'm like, oh, man. So I go to the bathroom, and I see, like, the mirror is gone, too. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. And I see, like, an empty space, but it hasn't hit me yet. <laughs> Like, I'm like, damn, something goes there. <laughs> it hasn't hit me yet, though. I'm like, damn, I feel like something's missing. And then I really thought, I was like, they stole the toilet. <laughs> I had to laugh. I had to laugh. Um, that was crazy because the good thing is that they, they at least turned the water off. All
2: right. So they so knew wasn't, what they yeah, were doing they they turn the water ruining off. the actual the house. That just
1: could have been a whole lot worse if, he didn't, if they didn't do that. But uh, I was just thinking, like, wow, they stole my toilet. They stole a the toilet, like a regular toilet, like a Home Depot toilet. Right. This is not like, like a gold Do you sell that toilet. for
0: parts? Like, what do you even do like, with the toilet? I have toilet? no
1: idea. Like a, to- like, a toilet, like, picture that visual of somebody carrying a toilet. Like, <laughs> out. that's crazy to me.
2: And, and they haven't, um, they, they never caught the guy, did they?
1: No, nah, they never caught the guy. It took forever for the cops to come. I filed the report, but eventually I filed the report, and I, insurance took care of it so i honestly think
2: that's like one of the better robberies because they're doing no harm like yeah it was your investment property and you're using it to sell the house but in my opinion like they're probably discussing story. they're that's probably great... discussing how their this robbery is going to go down they're like you know let's just take the toilets to <laughs> with them, but
1: uh, <laughs> i learned my lesson now that anytime i have an investment i got cameras everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and a launch system and all that so i learned my lesson pretty quick
0: smart Man. All right. So another thing I saw on your Instagram that will get the people going, and I'm excited, yeah. is you made a post about Michael Jordan being Damn. the goat. Damn. So I'm I'm Team MJ. Abe is very much Team LeBron. So
1: yeah. why don't why don't you give Abe your words and your thoughts on that? No, you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh man, MJ. I mean, we grew up watching MJ. You know, and He's just the way and, – and I'm pretty sure you guys watched The Last Dance. Right, of course. Right, of course. Um, that just solidified everything to me. You know, uh, just his – man, his, his work ethic, just what he did for the game of basketball. And mind you, he did all this without social media. Right. And to me, people don't understand that, like, like people knew who Jordan was. Like, everybody knew who Jordan he was. He was a global figure. Global figure without social media—that is extremely hard to do nowadays, you know. And 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 LeBron don't nothing take nothing away from him. Oh, Kobe, um, those guys are tremendous players. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about LeBron is that he's still writing his story. So let's compare them to when LeBron is done, you know. But to me, Jordan—I mean—I haven't seen anything like it. To me, you know, and. To go to the final six straight times and to win, you know, I mean, that's six straight times, but to win it six times. Six, six times straight times went. for him,
2: every time he had the For him, team. yeah.
1: Exactly. Every time he went, he won. I mean, it's just remarkable, man. It's just I – mean, his numbers
2: speak for themselves. You know, it's interesting because – and I'm obviously going to play a little devil's advocate for my guy, LeBron, but you bring up that Jordan did it when there wasn't social media. To me, I kind of think – these guys are under so much pressure nowadays and so much expectations yeah, yeah, yeah. because of social media that maybe I it a little bit harder. But like, I understand where you're saying, like he didn't have all this global attention as much as LeBron does, but that comes with a price to pay at the same time. And not to mention, yeah. like you said, LeBron's cement is still wet and he's still, still doing it at the highest level. He's
1: still doing it. And he seems like he's getting better every year. To me, that's crazy. But I still give the S to Jordan. <laughs> ah, there it's we like go. LeBron. I know, I
2: know I'm in the minority, but I think a few more. <laughs> Listen, even Jack said Jack, me and Jack have been fighting over this for years. He said if LeBron gets to five, he's gonna have trouble with the argument. Well, if that's LeBron, what I was gonna yeah, that's what I was gonna ask he's, Charlie. He's was, now. Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah. He has to get a couple more rings under his belt. Um, to me, and then if you compare brands, right? Like to like Jordan's mm-hmm. like, come on, yeah. Come on, you own the pair, Jordan. Yeah. You probably got more Jordans than LeBron.
2: <laughs> honestly, honestly, I mean, I don't think LeBron <laughs> listens, but I'm sorry if he does. They're kind of heavy. I've worn them before just because he's my yeah. guy. They're well, like, they're built, they're built for
0: a man who's 6'9, 265. Well, yeah, I mean, guys, I'm Charlie, nine, you nine, can't
2: yeah. sit me. I'm sitting down. I'm 6'7. But... <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'm just like,
1: but yeah, 6'7". to me, the brand, like Jordan, Jordan is, is... <sighs>
0: He's to go. Yep. That's that's all we say. But I do agree. If LeBron gets a few more, it makes things interesting. Yeah,
1: LeBron gets a few more, at least two more. He has three right now, right?
2: Three? Yeah, three.
1: He needs two more. Two more will it'll
0: it'll be fun. Let me
2: ask you a question because you've played in the long haul of the NBA season. What do you make of what's going down and how they're doing in Orlando and like what a championship looks like? Because they've had a whole offseason in between. Is it a, yeah is it an I mean, asterisk is it even more impressive what what are your views on it? no
1: nah, it's still you it's no asterisk you know it's still uh, you know they're still playing basketball right. at the end of the day, and you know now guys might be more more healthy guys might be ready now it should be interesting it should be fun because you'll see you know with the times off who has been putting in the work mm-hmm. we get we'll get to see that um the only thing that I'm a little hesitant about is what happens if you know a LeBron or somebody gets COVID during while they're playing. Right. Jack, Jack I mean? and like I talked wow. about
2: this. We we decided that if now Ron, what happens? if Do LeBron Giannis the whole thing? if LeBron Giannis Kawhi gets it, we know the NBA and the media will never hear about it. They'll just <laughs> yes. under the <laughs>
1: yeah, You might be right. You guys it's might. It's too,
0: never too hear expensive. About it. It's too expensive for us. Yeah, it's
1: here. too expensive, man, and it's. I don't know. I don't know what, what they do, you know, because, um, you know, you have seen guys now, you know, guys are still testing positive, right. you know, on, on COVID. So we'll see what happens, man. But I'm excited, man. I miss sports. I miss mm-hmm. watching basketball. I love watching basketball. So uh should be interesting. We were looking at
0: your game and we came to the conclusion that you might have actually been a little ahead of your time. You could
1: have
2: yeah. you could have played the stretch <laughs> like
1: in today's game. <laughs> I, I I say the same thing every time you and I, you and Chris Bosh. you and Chris Bosh
2: were really ahead of your time as that as that stretch four type player.
1: Yeah, man. I came I came into the league a couple of years uh too soon, but uh um it's it's unfortunate, you know, that, you know, my, my my career lasts, you know, 11 years. I still think it's, really just, good. it's a long career. Mm-hmm. But I wish to have gone a couple more. But uh, I just knew my time was up. Um, and – but in today's game, I still think, you know, I would have been doing some work.
2: I agree. <laughs> I mean, I these agree. players are – Players are dropping like flies. Some of them, I mean, I think me and Jack almost got an offer to play for the Nets. With how many players? <laughs> um, like, are you, I thought about it. Like, I was gonna say, like, some old players are like, I'm "Yo, I'm, my I'm here." Like, hey, <laughs>
1: hey, you think we can make a push?
2: <laughs> do you still <laughs> man, do you still hoop at all?
1: Need players
2: now. They do they you still play. hoop at all for fun, just like on the side? No, to be honest,
1: I kind of, I kind of shut it down completely as far as basketball wise. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I just, how do you get that competitive juices flowing? What's, like, your
2: outlet for that now? Try and find someone who stole his toilet. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> real estate, yeah. you know? Like, that's my passion now. My passion is, is, is real estate. I kind of put, you know, basketball in the rear, rear mirrors behind me now. Um, and it's just tough because I just, like, now I'm wondering, like, I don't even know how I used to do it. Like, I really played ball for that long. Right. <laughs> Like, I go, I go running or something. I'm tired as hell. Right now.
2: <laughs> Some of these players are going like, to be tired, I don't know how too. I did this.
1: I'm like, I don't know how I did this, man. But uh, basketball's behind me now, and I'm more focusing now on, uh, on my real estate now. I love that's that. Awesome. I love
0: that. I mean, that's the goal, right, is everyone who's in the league. I feel like we're in this new generation. Once again, you're a trendsetter, but – I mean, we see all the horror stories of people blowing through their cash, all that stuff. Now the yeah. guys are—they're learning. Kevin Durant to the boardroom thing—he's
1: teaching young guys. Yep. Love that. Love that. Yep, absolutely. I mean, it's because we're only going to be in the NBA for so long, right? Right. So you have to take advantage every opportunity you get, and it's not what you make; it's what you save, right? Mm-hmm. Or what you do with that, you know? Um, and. You know, I want to have generational wealth, you know, and uh, kind of been one of the pioneers in my family. You know, nobody taught me how to manage money. Nobody taught me how to, you know, deal with what I got going on. So I kind of been learning on my own, made a lot of mistakes uh, during my journey. But, you know, i got to make this money last long. And unfortunately, I've been blessed where that's been the case. And not only that, but now, you know, like I said, my purpose with the alopecia thing is to help as much as I can with them. But at the same time, my purpose too is to help a lot of athletes keep that money, Mm -hmm.
2: you know, and, and,
1: and, and have some longevity with it. When once you're done playing with that, with the game. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's very important that all these players, cause they're making just like, like you said, generational wealth, but I mean, you came into the NBA, you got your first round pick at age, what, 20, 21.
1: 20, yeah, so you can't 24. sit here and
2: tell me you didn't have one big Wahoo. Per- what was your first big like? I'm a I'm an NBA player. Purchase. Um,
1: that's
0: a good question. Or that first big contract when you got the five year deal.
1: Yeah, that one oh, might have been even more deal, fun. Yeah, the five year deal. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you gotta buy yourself a. Home, you gotta buy yourself a house. You gotta buy yourself a car. You know, my first contract, you know, to be honest, I kind of just spent it more on my family. I didn't really, like, I didn't understand that much, you know, the the amount of money that I had. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw it coming in, but I didn't really, it didn't change me in the sense of, like, you know, now I'm going to be balling and spending it on this and that. I was super conservative. Um, But when I got that five-year deal in Detroit, that's when I kind of, let my guard down a little bit. I, <laughs> I mean, you earned it. The, yeah. The players yeah I sure did. I, sure did. I sure did. I sure did. You know, bought a couple of houses, a couple of cars, you know, I mean,
0: you're probably thinking you got
1: bunch of liabilities. You got that That's five year deal sure.
0: then. So, and we were like, you could have made it in today's game. Today's money.
1: Oof. Man, it would have been double or triple in today's game, but you know, I'm, I'm blessed, yeah. you know, I'm still blessed. Um, uh, um definitely not hating them of any sort like that you know i'm so happy for these guys getting their mm-hmm. money getting their bread so uh i'm, I'm a supporter what
2: that. was that what was that free agency process like because you were coming off your best year in milwaukee averaging yeah. uh, what, 16 and seven a game and you were able to test the market and you got paid what was that process that like? was fun
1: that was a fun process um did you talk, was, right, I so, Charlie, I'm
0: a Knicks fan. Did you talk to the Knicks Yo, at all? let
1: me tell you something. I hate the Knicks. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Let's go. I want to hear it. I hate Everyone it. Growing does. up as a kid, I was a Reggie Miller fan. That's okay. one of the reasons why I wear 31. Gotcha. I wore 31 was because of Reggie Miller. My brother was a, was a, was a New York, uh, uh, a Knicks fan. You know, I was born and raised in New right. York. Uh, but I was just, the Knicks just didn't do it for me. They didn't do it for me, man. And it was crazy because the Knicks had the eighth pick um no way. Uh, I'm on the year of the draft and I was picked number seven with Toronto. And I was like, please, I do not want to go. <laughs> I do not want to go to the Knicks. Um, but because it was just a childhood thing, I just wasn't a fan of the Knicks, man. But um uh yeah, I was a Reggie Miller fan growing up
0: that's hilarious that's hilarious wait yeah. so you were drafted with i mean i was telling abe like your draft class it wasn't the greatest one but you guys had some cool players from that draft class cb3 is my favorite player ever so we're still going yeah
1: you still got some guys that are still going crazy which is impressive um yeah we didn't have you know like that that, that draft class where you know uh, made the most noise or whatnot. We kind of stayed under the radar, but we had some
2: good quality guys. Yeah. Oh, that Especially was the, the year – that was round. the year my Sixers got Lou Will in the second round. Yeah, Lou Will, I think
1: line. Monte Ellis. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of good second-round picks um, that were amazing. Um, but I think it was a solid draft class, to be honest. Yeah. You know, we got Darren Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Marvin Williams is still going, I yeah, think. Yeah, he is. Um, you know, we have a we had a couple good guys. That's for sure. So,
2: so you, you don't play as much, but do you still keep up with what's going on in the league and everything? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. T- how yeah. what, what do you think's going down in Orlando in terms of basketball? Who's winning? Who are your finals picks? What do you got?
1: The both are late teams, man. They they're strong. Mm-hmm. They're very strong. The only thing with the Lakers that I'm, I'm – I'll be a little weary about picking them to win is because they weren't injury away from, you know, not going to what they need to go. You know, if if Kawhi gets hurt, you know, they still got poor George. They still got some good quality mm-hmm. players. Their bench is deep. Um, I just think the Clippers bench is a lot deeper. And they, and they, got, a guy, they got a bunch of dogs. They got, you know, Mantra, uh, uh, Harold, uh, Pat Bev. You know, those guys are – pit bulls, man, and uh, it's going to be fun, though, to watch, because I know eventually they're going to go head-to-head um, at some point in, uh, in the playoffs, and that's going to be very fun to watch, uh, and then watching Lou Will, too, another sleeper that I like, um, he's still going. He was my draft, yeah, right? yep, he was yeah. second round. That is crazy, man. <laughs> he, still, he doesn't age at all. He still look like he's 19, yeah, 20 he, he, he
2: was also right out of high school in that draft class.
1: Yeah, Easter, yeah, that is true. That is true, um, but yeah, man, I think one of the LA teams is, is definitely bound to go to the finals, and and it's gonna be between Milwaukee and Toronto. Damn. I think people sleeping on Toronto. I think really, people sleeping
2: on Philadelphia. No, Philly. Come on, are, that's I, my squad. I don't,
1: I don't know. I don't know. You heard this? You right? I like Philly. I like Philly, but I just don't know.
2: You I heard this know. news about Ben Simmons going to the four spot? I think that's big for us. I think that, that opens up big. things. You have a ball handler now, the spacing with Joel. Listen, in my opinion,
0: it, it was like a, a door-to-door salesman with the Sixers. He's trying I to find anyone who will buy. I'm
2: working here. <laughs> I'm
1: working I like here. I, think Yama, I like Philly, though. I just don't think they're there yet. I just don't think they're there yet. Agree
0: I part. think Giannis is yeah, – I think is. he could be just – next level I
2: think he he's he is a jump shot away from being no a very good jump like LeBron has developed his jump shot over the years to the point where he's a very good jump shooter now if Giannis can do that geez yeah we're having a different conversation in 15 years about that for sure he'd be like he'd be like
0: KD on steroids like that would literally he's
1: unbelievable man there's nothing that man can't do man uh, just to see his growth you know, when he first came into this, the league to now, man, it was amazing. To I, watch. I think that's – that's why you can't count them out. I'm interested
2: in that Toronto out. pick. Is there any bias in that? They're also is the defending champs,
0: two
1: seed. They're the okay, but they like their Toronto. finals MVP like Trump, is not but they there. They're there defending anymore. champs. I think the kid right. the day defending champs
2: without Kawhi Leonard. So, they that's big. That is big for me. I but, don't know if Pascal's the guy that can be the best player on a championship team yet.
1: Yet. Yeah, yeah, and I'm with you on that. And that's why I give the edge to Milwaukee. But I just they did the defending champ, so I got to respect them. All right, I agree. People are chasing them.
0: All right. Well, Charlie, I appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you coming on, spreading the awareness for the uh, for the alopecia cause. Um, we really got to get him a hat. It. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, yeah, I, I got a hat, hat. I'll send it down to you. I'll hit you in the DMs. But we appreciate yeah, yeah, the time, my man.
1: Yeah, yeah, appreciate it, you guys,
0: man. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, Charlie. Have
1: appreciate going,
0: it. Bro. All right, fam. Hope you enjoyed that combo with Charlie Villanueva. Make sure to check out the Snapback Sports Hats on snapbacksports.store. Before ranked, we're letting Eagleson back on the show after he skipped work. He was celebrating Canada Day, whatever the hell that means. And then hockey came back and he wasn't to be
2: found. A, what the fuck? I just have – I what the puck, Eagleson? I just have no idea what's going on in the hockey world. That being said, I saw that my Philadelphia Flyers are one of the four teams in the round robin, so we don't have to worry about getting in. Uh, maybe on the side, because I know our audience doesn't really care about the Flyers, but I want to learn about them since I don't know much about them. I know a few players. Um, but, yeah, so when we win the Cup, I want to be able to brag that I know, people, know them on this show. So me and you will work on that on the side. But nonetheless, you are back. Apparently, there's a lot going on in the hockey world. You're you're eager to get going. going on. Pull, up right, that timer,
0: Pull up that right. timer, Abe. Pull up
2: that timer. Your 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 line shift is coming in in a few seconds. Um, <laughs> Fire her up. Fire. I mean, hockey came back and we couldn't even. Dude, I did it again. What'd you do? I was working it working out today, <laughs> oh, like planking. Dude, Five so- hour plank. Dude, sometimes it gets up to like 162 hours. Like, When I pulled
3: my phone up right before we got on here, mine is doing the same thing.
2: Like I wonder how much that's killing my battery. I don't think that much. All right, let's go. 100%. All right. the timer. Eagle said, your line shift. What the puck coming at you July 16th. Three, two. 15th. That was crazy. It'll be the 16th when it comes on, idiot.
3: Three, two, one. All right, lots has gone on in hockey since I was last on here, but what you all need to know is that the NHL is coming back. July 26th, teams travel to their respective hub cities, which are Edmonton for the Western Conference and Toronto for the Eastern Conference. Between July 28th and 30th, every team will play two exhibition games. On August 1st, the qualifying round starts. Um, And the top four seeds will start playing their round-robin games. August 10th, we find out who will be picking first and inevitably picking Alexi Lafreniere. On the 11th, the first round of the playoffs actually start. And on the 22nd of September, we knew the finals would be starting then in Edmonton, but we also know now that the conference finals will also be held in Edmonton, so there's not going to be a lot of traveling. If I, I said the last time that I was on here that Colorado would be winning the cup. Now, if you want to know who's coming out of the east, it is not Philadelphia, but your Toronto Maple Leafs. He didn't even want to use the full minute. I feel like he's taunting us when
2: Wait, he does that. Don't don't leave, Eagleson. I have a question. Get off. Of oh here. no, we don't give away. No him no a no, no, stop. This is good, Jack. This is content. Turn your mic on. You I, there? I, I'm, I'm trying to yes. unmute him.
3: Okay, you're from Toronto, right? Not really. No.
2: How far do you live from Toronto?
3: I live outside of Ottawa now. I was born a little bit outside of Toronto. Oh shit! Okay,
2: we're gonna need you to go to Toronto. Where are you closer to, Toronto or Edmonton? Toronto. Okay. Well, there's all right. Act like I know the geography of Canada. Like it's the back it of my head. It's the other side of the freaking country. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So there are no fans allowed. Gonna no. need you to change that. Gonna need you to get sneak in there.
3: I can do. Okay. It. Easily.
2: Okay. Well, you just promised our audience, so you're fired if you don't. But that's another <laughs> Wraps up. What the puck? Shut I can't believe off.
0: we let him pick the Toronto – Like he picked his own squad. And also, two things that I've realized during What the Puck. One, that he's cocky and he just slows us as cocky shit. as shit. And
2: two, these are the longest minutes of my life. How well, do we talk- well that's because that's because he's talking about hockey.
0: No, but how do we talk for 45 minutes every Monday and Thursday because and we it don't goes, talk about hockey? It goes by in the flick of the switch. That doesn't make sense. But, and then Eagleson hops on for a minute. I know everything about hockey. And what was that thing
2: he said? The Lesheroff? The, the first pick? I don't know. Whatever. I think fair. he's going to be a bust based that off was... film. Hey, you know what I learned to know about hockey? You put the puck on net and good things happen. Bottom That's line. Facts.
0: All right, fam. And Eagleson
2: let's... worked you in, in shell, right? No, he didn't work me. He got lucky.
0: He got lucky. He's begging for the mic to be turned on. What do you think? Yes or no?
2: Absolutely not.
0: Okay. All right. He we'll hear from. Him. He had
2: he had two seconds to get his mind what he wanted off right. his right. mind, and he had nothing to say. He had nothing
0: to say.
2: You put a goose egg on the period on the scoreboard today. We will,
0: we'll hear from him next Thursday. All right, fam. Let's get on to ranked. We are now going to rank. We're going to rank some fries. I'm not gonna specify French fries because Abe was crying when we were making our initial rankings or even discussing them. So I'm just gonna leave it open ended and it's going to be fries. I'm going to start and I'm going to start with my number three, which is shoestring fries. Not shoestring a fry. fries. How is that not a fry? I don't even understand they're that. They're
2: just like small potato chips.
0: How they're not even shaped in a circle they're so? shoestring french fries like they're, the, they're easily fries i don't consider them a fry whatever well, your list uh, not mine my pick for the shoestring fries one they always seem to come with a steak or a french dip or a really good meal so i have really good memories of eating shoestring fries really good with ketchup and then two they always just pile them very very high so you're getting nice quantity but they don't like i feel like you don't feel like you're
2: eating anything when
0: you eat them I do because I take a fat handful and then there's many more fat handfuls to be had. Your number
2: three. My number three. So I'm gonna preface my list by I think this is. There a, we
0: go. He always has to preface. No, he can't even I just, just make a selection. I, I
2: don't like to get fancy with my fries. I like to keep That's it simple. Okay. Um, I love all my fries well done, crispy. But who doesn't? Right? No one likes a soggy fry. Number three, waffle. It's just easy. Just easy. I'm
0: gonna go out there and say they're extremely overrated. Honestly.
2: I think I agree. But you're making me pick a number 3. Like I don't like I said I I don't venture out when it comes to fries. I like the basic, but for the for the conversation itself, I'm going to go waffle number 3 because out of the I guess we can say niche cut fries, waffle would be my favorite. Have to be crispy though. Have to. Number 2, like I said, I like to keep it basic going with the steak fries. They've got to be well done, long thick, hard, crispy steak fries.
0: <laughs> All right. My number two, you said niche fry. Your top one was waffle. My top one is curly fries. So I overrated. Lo- no way. No way. The orange they're always like orange, not your typical yellow fry. Curly fries are unbelievable. And nine times out of 10, like if you were to pick a fry that I know is going to be the proper amount of cooked and crispy, it's a curly fry. I don't know why, but my curly fries are always cooked very well done, which I
2: prefer. There's I just got so that. got. Deshaun Watson's agent just, just fooled the entire world. He Adam Schefter tweeted it. He wrote, the, the the headline is breaking news. Deshaun Watson extension with the Houston Texans. Then underneath that it says, now that I have your attention, arrest those responsible for killing Brianna Taylor and Elijah McCain. Hashtag <laughs> free Kenny Stills. So I just got got. Um, I was really hoping they paid him just like $400 million because that would just make my day. Um, that would have been fun breaking. So you ways. did number two curly? You got your I number. I went one number now.
0: two curly. Uh by the way, bonus for ranked, just while it's on top of mine. We're not going to do other fries. We'll do top dipping sauces for fries. My number one, it's a personal favorite. Course, I know it's going to get a ton of backlash on the web, on the interwebs. It's the smiley fries. I love nothing more i love nothing more Those than are just like fry. soft get potato the sauce. no be, you can cook them well done no one dies. and when they do they peak you get the ketchup in the eyes and the mouth it's
2: a perfect just stamp it down into the ketchup eat there Best is a the reason game. that you have so much trouble finding these in the supermarkets because, because they're sold out. Because they suck. Because they're sold out. Because they don't order I them. I think it's because they're sold out. Because they don't order them to sell because they lose money on <laughs> mm, the margin. I think it's just Nonetheless, like everyone got them one while they were staying French at home. Fry. My number one favorite French fry. I don't even know what you call it. It's just the basic French fry you get. The skinny oh my God. The skinny ones. Whether I mean, we can call them fast food mcdonald's fries can you even hear me you just took your headphones i can hear you that was just you mcdonald's just, fries. you just picked up french Chinese. fries yeah just the basics so small, you want fast food ones. fry it sounds yeah, we'll like you're we'll call it fast fi- food fry even though i don't consider okay. that a, a genre of fries but i'm gonna go fast food fry they're always they're always crispy wow. they're always way too much salt on them but wow more salt you must better.
0: be super fun at parties you and your just regular you cut, you fry cut fries <laughs> i wish Exactly. <laughs> all right bonus top top sauce just for fries obviously any orange sauce is king you, you know go. that but for fries outside of ketchup because that's the normal any bonus to
2: throw in there ketchup mixed with mayo so it's like your oh house made God. super sauce yes. um which usually if you mix it correctly turns orange so you can do the math <laughs> on that one um another i was just thinking everything orange chipotle mayo <laughs> Um not the biggest barbecue sauce, guy but who dips Me their neither. fries in barbecue sauce? People do. Um mustard's good for fries. More of like if it drips off your burger though. Yeah, I kinda just said that to piss people off. That's absolutely disgusting <laughs> if you dip your fries in mustard. Um, yeah,
0: mayo and ketchup I was introduced to when I was in bars That's like a European thing. Like they do it at every called
2: like, you know that's literally Thousand Island. I know I know or that's Russian, how Thousand Russian Island
0: is I know that's how it's made. But in Europe, instead of just bringing you ketchup with your fries, they actually bring ketchup and mayo every single time. It's different than the U.S. Europeans, are just they're just better than us. It's yeah, just no, that for serious. sure. What
2: else do you dip your fries in? Um,
0: that's pretty much honey sauce. mustard. People like Ooh, honey mustard. Oh, I like mustard. honey mustard. Ranch, if you're really going nope. crazy. Nope. Nope. Um, That's pretty much it. Uh, Snapback fam, let us know. What do you dip your fries in? And also, what are the best fries? I like sweet potato fries. I like sweet potato fries, um, but dude, not like I saw, I was bread. looking
2: this up. I saw what the hell is a Belgian fry? Maybe someone from Belgium, Belgium our Belgium listeners, can send me a pack. Yeah, I think we're 0. should we start 2% doing that? Belgian. A lot of podcasts just like plug stuff in, like they've never heard of stuff or they want to try just so their listeners will send free shit. We yeah. should start doing that. Like I like that. Someone send okay. me a pack of Belgian fries. DM me. I'll send you my address. Just start sending me free shit. <laughs> I love free shit. Abe
0: Abe is abusing the Snapback fam. So at that point, that means it's the end of this
2: conversation. Snapback fam. uh, (laughs) Just just, ran out of shampoo. If you have a good shampoo that you love. (laughs) All right, fam.
0: We appreciate the support as always. Make sure to follow and subscribe. I hope you guys enjoyed another episode of The Pod. We will be back on Monday. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.
2: Three, Count me down. Two, one.